set them down, it like popped or cracked or did something like that. And it pretty much hurt his back like that. And then he said Sunday he didn't do anything. He was working out or he? I think they were, I think him and Lacey were working out in like the barn or whatever they yeah. have. Um, but correct, like popped or something, pulled. And then Sunday he said he didn't do anything. Um, Monday it was still kind of hurting. And then Tuesday was the first day it started to feel good. Hmm. But I mean, even yesterday, like he was, he, he kept me here worked out. So that was good. You went hard at it? Yeah. Okay. Hey, we're he rolling. Oh, we're going. Here you go. I figured we do we'll a little prompted conversation <laughs> mid mid podcast there, and so. Uh, he says the same like Bill Dilly's been dealing with. What's that? That didn't he have like something going on? Uh, like Jake's got about a million things going yeah. on. But same deal. It's, Jake's a forty year old man in a ninety year old body. That's true. That's so, but man, like, because we got that crud going around the house. When I wake up in the morning, dude, my I don't know if it's like flu related or what the hell I got going on dude my joints are so achy joints. in the morning right now when I wake up like because I've been having, doing that crud like for the past week man like when the first like 20 minutes I'm waking up right now I'm like walking around the house like an 8 year old man like just like creaky crappy. Yeah. well I was talking to Lacey about because I mean, Carter's got the flu right now that's why I had to oh, really? that's, why, that's why I was off yesterday because Carter had the flu and uh, and like I was telling her like when I wake up like the past like week or so like man like like right above like my, my hips are like super tight and like my Achilles are super tender and like my mm-hmm. hips are tender and like my groin and she was like yeah I mean like usually when you have like flu like stuff like that going on like your like, like joints fine. are kind of like achy and stuff like that during that I was like man I, I can feel it right now like I, I was warming up this morning trying to work out and dude I feel like I like pulled like my groin it's like super tight right now but I mean it's good like as I got warmed up but like, but, like so now, up yeah like man the first like I did like a little lunge and I was like oh my oh, no. god <laughs> and then uh, and like I went to go get up and use the bathroom I slept a little earlier and like walking across I was like I can feel like in my groin well, like, it's well, like it's like just tight I don't know if it has to do like I said with the crud I don't or know because but... like the last since it's gotten cold like on Monday my old knees and my shoulders <laughs> oh boy everything is popping and I'm here like oh man here we go Look, y'all think I'm 23, but I'm telling y'all, I'm like a good 55. 55 in that 55. body. I'm a good 55. Maybe 58. I'm pushing 60. Maybe worse. Oh, yeah. Maybe it, worse. It's just creeping. <clears throat> but hopefully, uh, we'll get through all this crap. Because, well, we had, everybody had gotten sick. Like I said, I, I haven't really been, like, sick, sick. I've been dealing, like, with this freaking crud for, like I said, but last I, week or so. been, like, in, like... Sick purgatory for like, well, like it's pissing me weeks. off because like you're not over well, here, you're not way down here. But. I was telling Kaylee last night because she kind of asked how I was feeling, or whatever, and I'm like, I don't know, it's pissing me off because I'm like in this weird in between, like not sick but kind of sick kind of thing where I don't feel great but I don't feel horrible. But you'd almost rather be <laughs> sick for a week and well, just like get it done. And like, I told her, I'm like, it's it's harder on me because I'm like, am I being a bitch? And like, mm-hmm. what what's my deal? And uh, it'd be different if like I, I knew, like, okay, I'm sick. But I'm 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 in that in between stage and and so I don't know it's it's aggravating us all get out of this. I kind of got a little frustrated earlier today like I was trying to get warmed up because I'm like I just I want to be one way or the other yeah. like either to like be sick or not be sick but this whole entire limbo phase of like kind of feeling sickly but not feeling sickly and like playing this mind game of like should I rest should I not rest there's so, also there's a lot of yeah I don't know if it's like this in the morning but in the afternoon right now I mean every class you got like four or five people that are just like you're here you're getting your workout in but at the same time like y'all are y'all are they're not looking busting. too good yeah they're struggling not this, looking too dude, good dude sickness right now is going around <clears throat> I don't know what it is it seems like this year is 
and I don't know has to do with the whole COVID thing or what it is, but it's it's bad right now. Like yeah. everybody, well, start off with that little stomach bug like last month. Dude, that's what started the whole dang thing. It started the whole thing. People got stomach bugs, and then and now people are getting the flu. Like flu and strep are going around like crazy. Yeah. And so uh, I guess COVID is no longer a thing anymore. I guess not. During COVID, I heard no, any there was, I know it's all flu now. It's no COVID. I don't oh, know what the hell's going on. I feel like the government's releasing shit on us one thing at a time. But hopefully, I'm just because. I'm sure you'll figure this out one day, but like a freaking little kids, man, it's just, it's almost like you'd rather them all just get sick at one time and get out the way. Because yeah. fingers crossed, I don't want Cooper or Claire to get it because it never fails. One gets it, they start to get better, and then and the other one gets it. And then you got to do that whole cycle all over again, yeah. right? And so uh, I thought for sure one of them were going to wake up this morning and feel like crap, but hopefully I don't get a text message from Kay or anything like that about one of them being sick. But so far, so good, knock on wood. So, but. Anyways, uh, so as promised, this is the, I don't know what we're going to call this one, the, this is the, the holiday <laughs> fitness podcast don't portion. Be a slump. <laughs> uh, and I guess it's a little cliche, I guess, this time of the year when people, you know, when it comes to like people talking about fitness and, and working out on holidays and things like that. And so uh, it might be one of those podcasts you guys are interested in. If not, no big deal. I mean, but we wanted to kind of put this out there as, as a general guideline for you guys is to, you know, what's the best method to kind of, you know, balance out, you know, between the holiday schedules coming up here and, you know, not completely falling off track with your fitness and whatnot. Because usually this is the time of the year where I'll see people like getting, you know, trying to hit health goals or benchmark goals, or maybe it's not really on most people's front part of their mind. Yeah. They usually have a lot of the stuff going on and uh, this is a time where things are more busy and people have a tendency to kind of let off the gas pedal a little bit on the, especially comes to their fitness and and then once it comes to January obviously or that, that goes back to the front portion of yeah, everybody's mind like, everybody's motivated up, right? and so uh, so this this next six weeks always is tough for a lot of people on you know what is the best method and you know uh, like how should I go about attacking it should I be like like a monk and not really do anything for, yeah. for the holidays and try to stay on track of my fitness or do I not do anything at all? And, and so, uh, and we're going to kind of talk about all the different situations and obviously there's different paths you can take as to how you want to attack the holidays a little bit. And I think with most things there's, you know, there's a, a good fine line between, you know, living your life and living after holidays. Cause it only comes around once a year. I think you should take that time to, you know, enjoy yourself and enjoy the holidays, but at the same time, not be a complete asshole during the holidays and completely let your fitness and everything go to the, go to the wayside either, right? And so, uh, and this is just the time of year, like I was having this conversation as well with somebody uh, the past like couple of days, like really this time of the year, like the attendance is all over the place. Yeah. Like, you know, like usually- like one day we're stacked and the next Exactly, day, right? Like- it's Three o'clock might be really, might have 20 people in that thing. And exactly. Like, we got like, like 10. It's just random, like months, like, because usually Monday and Tuesday are always going to be our busier days. But like, we might have like a Monday that's super slow, and then a Tuesday super busy. Yeah. Right? Or, you know, random. Well, right, like last week, we had a busy Wednesday, and I was like, what is happening? I know. And so it's just that, and then like Saturdays are super slow right now, and then Sundays are kind of hit and miss. And it's just everybody's schedule is super weird right now. People are, you know, taking more vacation time and, and whatever else. And so, uh, and also like, with the cold weather now, like the weather slump and people when they get it darker sooner and, mm-hmm. and so people kinda of go through this especially this time of the year with the time change and getting darker and being colder, especially that people have a tendency to 
not want to go out and about as much as they would used to, you know, especially if waking up in the morning or even you get home before you come work out. And if you're cold, you kind of get comfortable. You have less intensity to want to yeah. get out of the house compared to when it's summertime. It's still daylight. And it's warm. So I think you're right at kind of this time of the year kind of goes through this weather slump where uh, they're kind of getting used to the new weather atmosphere and whatever else. And so uh, I think this is really the time of the year where you're going to have a whole lot of a more of a rough time if you haven't already established some type of habits in general already yeah so like if you're already somebody who's already kind of very sporadic throughout most of the year this is probably where you're going to fall off this is going to be a super hard time right because you haven't formed those habits and you're not going to probably want to form these habits during this time of the year right so you're like that built-in excuse almost exactly right so it's almost a lot of people can kind of use like well just wait till the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. you know before i really get back into my and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but uh for those especially you guys who are routine it's gonna be a whole lot easier to stay on the fitness track if you already have your schedule already planned it's just you're leaning on habits more than anything right now like the consistency of your habits if you're trying to form new ones, like we said, it's, not, it's almost going to be... Well, it's a lot easier to stay in a habit than it is to start a new habit. Well, right? especially around holidays. Yeah. And so, uh, but if you're kind of like, well, so basically if I don't have the habit shot, it's not work out. I'm not necessarily saying that. But I'm just saying you're going to have a whole lot more of a rough time. That's why you should... The other portions of your year, you should really start to hammer those habits home because they're in these times of the year, they're so a lot easier to apply. Kind of right? Exactly. When it comes to your workout schedule and your food prepping, your sleep habits, all these different things. And so uh, if you're somebody who works out you know, twice a week, one week, then it's once a week, then it's three times a week, and it's, it's kind of all over the place. First off, I don't like when people say, oh, I'm going to try to work out twice, twice a week mm-hmm. because that's too subjective. You have too much room, I feel like. You got too much buffer time. If you can say, okay, I got to work out on Mondays and Wednesdays, that's a lot more concrete Mm -hmm. at 4 o'clock. You're like telling yourself you're going at like a day or time, right? It's like an appointment schedule every single week. So if you're somebody who's a little bit more sporadic with their workout regimen, actually having set days and times will go a really long ways. Instead of just saying generally I'm going to try to work out twice a week. Mm -hmm. Actually have like set days and times with that routine. I think it will really go along with especially over the next six weeks. Uh, I feel like a lot of people do the days, but I don't know if a lot of people like pick a timeout. I think a time's crucial. I think, and I'll see. I think the time, like, I think the time's probably the most important part, right? Uh, well, it's kind of like, a, that's what I say. Like, like you miss, you're like, hey, I'm going to go at 3 o'clock. You miss 3 o'clock, like, all of a sudden you know, like, okay, now I'm kind of like, right, it's kind of setting in a well, little bit. Like, I, I don't really like this too, too yeah. much. Well, if you look at it like more like an appointment instead of like just a just 24 hour period of like a day, you can then rearrange your schedule around that appointment. Mm-hmm. Right, it's almost like it's a non-negotiable time that I have to show up for. If I set that particular time, then I can from there. But to say I'm gonna work out sometime on Monday afternoon, well then I'm always gonna fit shit in the afternoon to yeah. probably fill up my time to where I now I can't have time to work. Well, out. three o'clock's have come, you're gonna miss that. Oh, I got four o'clock. Four o'clock, you're gonna miss that. Exactly. Five o'clock. So. And so, uh, I think that's one thing that you got to keep in mind is like setting days and times for you guys are a little bit more sporadic now. For you guys that are more cons- more of a consistent people, maybe you're more like a, you know, four to five time a weeker. I think, you know, obviously leaning on those habits and staying consistent is a humongous factor. I think one thing you do have to have in mind is, especially if you have, uh, you know, these a lot of holiday parties going on for work or like that, and you're staying out later than normal and your nutrition's thrown off more than normal. 
I think you should be realistic to a degree and say, okay, I'm probably not going to feel my best when working out because of X, Y, and Z events going on. Uh, but if you're somebody who doesn't have a whole lot of stuff going on during the holidays, you know, you can still make a lot of progress during the next six weeks, you know, cause I think as of yesterday, I think it's like 50 days until the end of the year. Right. right? And like, if you kind of take the, you know, five roughly holidays, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas day, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, so that's five days, right? It's 10% of the whole entire rest of the year left, right? But I think a lot of people, the problem is a lot of people will take the next six weeks and it almost comes like a 50-50 thing where like 50 day, like 50% of the days, they're like on a normal routine and the other 50 days, 50% of the days are kind of like, well, it's a holiday, so I'm a little bit more. Yeah. And like eat cookies at nighttime and, and eat things that would normally not work out as much because it's, it's holiday time. I think if you can try your best to limit it to a handful of days, you know, between five and like ten days. Those days, right? Yeah, between like five. Because I mean, also being realistic, you're probably going to have you know two or three holiday events at least. I think for most people, either with family, other family gatherings outside of Christmas Day or work parties or whatever it may be, you know, they're probably going to be between five and ten days. That's still only you know ten to twenty percent of the rest of the remaining holidays. If you can limit to just the event days. I think you still either retain what you have or still make progress and not completely backtrack for the beginning of the year. Uh, I think you have to kind of decide that ahead of time and have that conversation with yourself on, on what you want for the next you know six weeks. What you know, option one is to say YOLO and this, you know it's holidays and I'm willing to put on an extra five or ten pounds for the next couple of weeks and be okay with that and just enjoy my holidays. But no, obviously this is the what's going to happen because of it. I think the other option is to say, okay, I'm going to try to be regimented. I'm going to live a little bit. My goal is to just try to sustain what I have, right? I'm not going to look, I'm not looking to lose weight or, or gain weight. I'm looking to just kind of maintain what I have. And then the obviously the other option to say, okay, I'm looking to still push the envelope a little bit over the next six weeks and hit the ground and still be in a better spot than I will be in the beginning of January. And so, like I said, I think if you're in that option two or option three, you have to kind of limit your days to between those five and ten days and not live the next six weeks vicariously just living however and eating however you want and working out very sporadically. You still have to be in a regimented pattern, and that's why we have to lean on those habits because of it. Uh, and so, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, da, 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 da. So, let's talk about actually... You know, let's talk about how to attack holiday events. So, like for instance, let's say on a Friday night you have a work event party you have to go uh-huh. to. And you know, for instance, like they're be serving dinner, they're be serving drinks, things like that. How should you attack a day of eating leading up to the event? I think people sometimes people can make the mistake of like well, just giving the day up. Either a giving the day up in general, or b I'm going to save my calories before the event that nighttime. And the problem sometimes with that can be is that because you're starving yourself all day to save your bacon calories for that night, is you almost overdo it at nighttime. Yeah. Like because you're starving all day, you're gonna eat way more than you normally would. You're gonna drink more than you normally would, right? And you end up racking calories up very, very quickly, right? And that's how you put on the residual weight because of so many calories you're eating. What I would suggest you do is you eat like you would normally throughout most of your day. So eat your breakfast eat your lunch, eat everything like you normally would, and even 
possibly even eating dinner that night before you yeah, go before to the you event. Go. Because if you go to an event with a more satiated stomach, you're less, you're more likely to make better choices, right? If I if I go to an event kind of somewhat full and satisfied, I'm less I'm less likely to overeat at dinner time, or less likely less likely to overdrink as well. So yeah, I'm gonna have some more excess calories, but I'm probably not gonna be eating nearly in the amount of excess calories than I would if I just banked in my calories all day and I starved myself because I'm looking to try to like, you know, save myself for the, to the nighttime event. So I would suggest that you just eat like normally, that way you're not going into the event the super starving and, and going crazy and going ham on it. Uh, uh, also, while you're at the event, try to start with some type of like protein sources. So like if, you know, most of the time they're gonna be serving like turkey or ham or, or something along those lines, Try to start off with your protein portions while you're there instead of going to more like your carbier sources. Because I usually, this is how it normally goes with most people is that if you start off eating, let's say you're eating like chips and mashed potatoes and macaroni and things like that, you'll still find a way to fit other stuff in. Yeah. But if you start off with protein, like you're eating turkey or ham or chicken or whatever it may be, if you start off with that and get satiated off that first, you won't eat as much macaroni and chips and things like that because you're already more satiated. Not even saying the brownies, guys. Brownies, yeah, cookies, whatever it may be. But if you start the the inverse of that, you start with carb sources because they're such calorically dense foods and not very filling. You're gonna eat a lot of that plus you're gonna well, probably eat a little bit of protein on top of that. So you're gonna end up racking up more calories that way as well. So start off with eating more of a higher protein source to get yourself satiated first, and that's gonna be more more calorically volume food as well as getting your protein numbers higher. And so that's how, if you're at an event, start off with some type of protein source first. And then if you still want to have a brownie or a cookie or maybe still satisfy that itch and still live a little bit. I think if you go with the mindset of, I'm not going to eat this and eat that. I think you have the wrong mindset. I think you're not, you don't have the greatest relationship with food. I think you need to find that line of like having some and enjoying yourself, but not overindulging, right? I think just like with anything, you can overdo it as well. I think you should live a little bit and it is the holidays and you should allow yourself to enjoy that. But when you completely just let go, that's when you start having the guilt afterwards mm-hmm. of like, why'd I do that? Well, then the next day you're, you're like questioning it all and yeah. like hating life also. And if you don't like, you're like, dude, I don't care about that. I'll eat it all I want. That's fine too. I'm not, I'm just giving you guys this best of tips that you, if you're looking to balance out you know, like I said, not wanting to backtrack during the holiday season. Like I've made pretty good progress this year. You know, I'm not really wanting to put on, you know, five, 10 pounds over the next six weeks. I'd like to at least maintain my body weight. I'm just trying to give tips here and ideas for those guys who are looking to maybe do that during that time frame. Uh, let me see. Uh, I think this mainly this covers everything that I really want to talk about when it comes to the way of uh, like actually like at the events, I think the biggest thing is just limiting yourself as, as best you can to outside the holidays, holiday events themselves and to keep everything as, into a routine. And then when you guys do have events, you know, eat like you normally would, fill up on protein while you're at the event. That way you're not going to overfill up on carbs and things like that. Uh, I'm trying to think, of anything, is there anything else you think we should add to that? No. Um, I mean, I think probably one of the best things we probably said is like, especially about the events was like, eating your stuff like even eating like that supper like you kind of said like, like that, you I go. think that goes a long ways um, and a lot of people are probably like oh my god I'm just gonna eat more but at the same time it's like 
Yeah, but you're going into it with a full stomach already, so you're well, less likely to indulge and like eat plate after plate after plate, right? Well, think of it like when you go to the grocery store, right? If you go to the grocery store hungry, it's bad. It's bad. You're gonna throw a lot more shit in that cart, and you're probably oh, gonna yeah. eat while you're there. For sure. Like, how many people we see, like, especially I don't For think how many people we see just like eating grapes and like eat while they're shopping, eating while they're moving, and I'm like, what? <laughs> or uh, I, it's more so like at Walmart, those little chicken popper things or whatever. Chicken poppers. They used to do that, at least back in the day. I don't think they do it anymore. Where you could buy like this little cup of like, they call, I think it was called like chicken poppers. They were like little like chicken balls, like uh-huh. fried like fried chicken balls. And you could sit there and just eat on them. Like you, like they have like the actual rotisserie chicken area in Walmart. They used to. They used to not even, I don't think anymore. <laughs> you said people just walking around eating chicken? Yes. <laughs> it's like little chicken ball things that are fried. Like, I think they call them chicken poppers or whatever yeah. like that. It's like popcorn chicken is basically what it is. And okay. so... And then people just be walking around the freaking Walmart and eating those things as a grocery shopper. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's the same concept where if you can go to the grocery store on a, on a full stomach, you'll more than likely to make better choices compared to, uh, you know, you going to an event being super hungry, you're going to see red and, and, and go all out during that event and, and feel like, and either A, feel guilty because of what you, because you ate so much at the event or you know, the next day you wake up and you're seven pounds heavier. Yeah. And then you're like, what, I mean, what the, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? You know? uh, And so I think that goes a really long ways. I think also people fall, like I said, fall in that rut up because it is the holidays that people will take way more of a tendency to either a take more time off away from the gym Mm -hmm. where they're not working out as consistently because it is the holidays. They don't want to get out or B their nutrition gets so thrown off during this time frame because you know they're wanting to eat more um you know just because just because it's a tuesday night and it's december the 11th thanksgiving week right you know whatever it may be and so yeah we're like this coming week because it's tuesday coming up on thanksgiving that i'm going to have you know cereal for dinner just because it's that time of the year right and and so i think you have to have a little bit of a governor on yourself to understand like okay like i still am an adult i kind of i also need to uh you know limit myself and and not completely burn the house down over the next six weeks and and not be so backtracked that beginning of the year that I'm starting off ten pounds heavier yeah. than what I could have otherwise. But you diminish right? your eight months of work right yeah. there. But I do think you need to make that choice ahead of time and decide, you know, what you want out of the holiday season. I'm not saying that if you do put on ten pounds it's necessarily the worst thing in the world, meaning that's what you want and you're, cool, and you're and you're okay with that like you're okay with putting on 10 pounds over the next but don't six be weeks. mad at yourself for but you can't be right? mad about the situation yeah. either i think a lot of people um when it comes to, to nutrition itself i think people want something for nothing to a degree mm-hmm. uh you know like i always tell people when, when like i work with somebody almost. Well, right. like, well like i always tell people with nutrition is all my job is to say okay based off what you want this is the work that's going to require you for you to get there. And I think sometimes, you know, initially they're like, yeah, I'm okay with doing that. And, you know, they, get, they see some progress, which is good, but then it's like, okay, well, and they kind of, you know, normally this is how it goes. You, you lose a little bit of weight, right? So we get you into a caloric deficit. I say maybe that caloric deficit gets you five or 10 pounds down, right? Well, what that calorie deficit was is no longer a deficit anymore. It's a maintenance. Mm-hmm. So the only option we have, okay, now based off Keep that, going, we, right? have, we now have to cut a little bit more, right? And I think the general consensus as well is like, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that, 
I'm like, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling you. You're what, giving them the path. It's just whether or not they yes. want to stay on the path. Like, I'm just, right? I'm just letting you know, okay, like based off what you want, you're at this excellent way. You said you want to get to this number here, right? Well, this is what it's going to require us to, to do that, right? And like, and I'm, it's no, it's no fault to each one. It's just, I'm just letting you know what you, what you have to do. I don't care one way or the other, right? But if you're happy with how things are and like, this is a good balance between your lifestyle and the physique that and body that you're getting, then that's fine if you're content with that. But if you're not, this is what is going to report going yeah. to fire. And you can't complain if you're not willing to do that, right? And I think that's the sometimes a hard conversation for people to accept is that like you know, they, I'm not. I'm not. I think, do they feel like it's like there's another way to do it? That type of deal. Like, I like almost hey, well, like I don't actually have to be in this deficit. Like I can a little do something bit. else. I, I think do. there's a little bit of doubt there. I think it's because I mean when it comes to nutrition, people are sold a bunch of bullshit, right? Like losing weight super easy. Like there's got to be something out there that can like help me, right? Exactly right. I can. Why can't I not still eat two thousand calories yeah. and be at one hundred and twenty pounds? Well, you can't. I mean, like I'm, I'm sorry. It's just that's not in the cards. Right. And uh, I, I don't think people comprehend. You know. That you do, you have to find a balance. Yes, you have to find a balance between what you want and the lifestyle that you want to live as well, mm-hmm. right? And like the further you go down the path, more sacrifices have to be made. All, all I really truly want out of any individual person is to make sure they're in a healthy body fat percentage. As long as they're in that healthy body fat percentage, after that, it's just landing up. It's, yeah. it's your call on how far you want to go down that leanest path. Doesn't mean you got to have six pack abs and like shred it to the T. I see you in a healthy range, right? Just if on, a, on a general standpoint, for you to live a healthy, long life, I need you to be a certain percent of body fat, right? And I'm going to keep pushing you to get you there. But once you get into there, after that, that's your call. And most people, most people are like, well, I want to get in that lean side. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, just let you know. You're not going to stumble upon that. You're not going to just magically fall down to that number. It's going to require some work, require some sacrifice. And I think when people, we have that conversation, and people then they're like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sacrifice more than what I'm doing. Well, then that's the result you're going to get, right? And that's fine. But you, and I think sometimes people don't like that answer because they're like, well, there's something that, there's something else that we could be doing. I'm like, there's not. There's not. I mean, you have to ultimately be in a calorie deficit. I don't give a shit what you're doing. You have to be in a calorie deficit, yeah. and either that requires you to. Now, there, there's there's smarter ways and there's dumb ways to do about doing it, right? It's not always as straight up as simple as like we well, have to be in a calorie deficit. Like you do you need, need to work choose, out way more if you really well, you, really yeah, think about things it. like that. And like for most people, that's not an option. They're like, well, yeah. I've already had a busy schedule. Yeah, I have time. kids. I don't have time to work out an extra hour a day, which is fine. You know, and then it's the conversation of choosing proper foods and things like that, to where you're filling out your day with voluminous foods, that way you're not hungry all the time and things like that. But ultimately, you know, if we want to keep pushing the needle, this is what's going to have to happen. And I think when people have that realization that, okay, well, I'm not willing to do the work to do that, it's a little bit of a hard pill to swallow to a degree. Um, and I think there's a little bit of like, um, like you said, like doubt, like there's another way to go about mm-hmm. doing it. Like, well, if I just take this supplement or if I drink this juice or whatever, something random that they're missing, it, it doesn't have to do, it's not, it's not that what I'm doing, it's something that yeah. I'm missing. 
And uh, it's like, that's not, that's not it. It's, it's, just a, it's just a fact of the matter of sometimes things are hard because they're hard. Like it's not, not – I didn't say this was going to be – I said it's simple. I'm not going to say it was going to be easy. Right. And, you know, getting lean, especially when you're pushing the limits towards – like you're trying to get six-pack abs and you, and you want these things that you want, sometimes hard is just hard. Like sometimes doing things is just yeah. hard. And – if you're not willing to do it, that's okay, but you gotta be willing. You gotta kinda know. You gotta be willing to be okay with that. And if you're willing to go at it, let's go at it. But ultimately, you gotta make that choice. And I think sometimes, like I said, that's, that's a hard thing for people to want to uh, ex- be accepting of because of it. Do you feel like when people, let's say like you, they are trying to get lean, like, and they get lean and they get to where their six pack abs or whatever mm-hmm. it is, do you find people wanting to stay there? Or is that kind of like a, a checkbox? Uh, well, this is usually so. This is usually like how like they get there, right? And then they're like, "Oh, I have to like continue to eat this way to well, keep this right." So, like, I think to a little bit of degree, it's it's one of those things where this is how you see most of the things usually play out. Is you see somebody, and I'm sure most people can kind of test this. Is you know, mm-hmm. let's say maybe somebody loses forty pounds as an example. Like they lose the forty pounds, they look great, right? And then after, you know, a couple months, you see a little bit of weight gain kind of sort of happen mm-hmm. again where they maybe put on an extra five or 10 pounds. They kind of backtrack a little bit. Uh, and then they kind of settle into that a little bit. Um, now, you do see them put all the weight back on. But I think if somebody did it decently properly, if they lose 40 pounds, they're going to residually they probably put a little – They're going to – yeah, they're going to maybe put a little bit of weight on because what they were doing was proper but also – it was done kind of burning the candles on both ends, mm-hmm. so to speak, where, uh, I mean, think of it like somebody who's training for, let's say, a marathon or, a, you know, whatever it may be, right? And they're, they're training super hard for that marathon. Um, and they did it properly and they didn't, like, overwreck themselves. But once they run that marathon, right, they might still stay on top of their running, but they're not maybe, like, in marathon shape yeah. or, you know, whatever it may be or... Um, so they see, you see a little bit of regression happen post that. It's a, and it's a little bit of that. Like you find a little bit more, like what I was doing, not sustainable for like a really long period of time. Uh, it's the same thing for some people who get, you know, relatively lean and lose a lot of weight. They kind of, okay, like that's not necessarily sustainable for me for years and years and years. And they kind of let loose a little bit. Like, okay, they're maybe going to more events a little more often. They're maybe working out quite as much volume. They maybe backtrack on the volume a little bit. And so you see a little bit of regression happen, but then they kind of settle into a good balance of like lifestyle and fitness, right? They're okay with me putting on a little bit of weight, uh, but but they're still relatively lean, I think is what happens with, with a, some people. Uh, I think that's, and that's what I always kind of tell people like, is once you get to a certain leanness, it's, it's a little, especially the longer you stay there, it's a lot easier to stay there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's relatively easy to maintain what you have, right? And like I always tell people this, especially to get like an injury or something like that, and they gotta be off for a few weeks, is like it's relatively easy to get back to where you were. Because once you set that set point, it's it's pretty easy to get back. Now the longer you go, with, let's say for instance, like, right. yeah, like let's say for instance, like you're working out and all of a sudden something happens where you had to take eight weeks off, right? Well. That's going to still be relatively easy to get back to your shape after probably about four to eight weeks. About about a month to two months of working out back to your normal schedule. You'll get back to where you were right before your injury. 
Now, if you have somebody who's super good in shape and then they quit working out for three, four, or five years, it's still going to take them a little bit. It's probably going to take them like six months to a year to get back, but it still comes back relatively quickly. Right now, if you take like 20 years off, okay, yeah, you're going to take a couple years to get back to your previous self. (laughs) But you have like that muscle memory to get back there, right? Your body kind of has already adapted this. Like they know what's going to happen. Now, to get past that, you're obviously, that requires a whole other set of level of work. Um, You just don't magically stumble upon getting more strong or more fit. Like you can get back to your level of strength and level of fitness pretty easily or level of leanness relatively easy. But it's it's one of those things where uh, once you get down to a certain leanness and then you, especially the longer you maintain it, the lot easier it is to sustain. Like even as somebody like Lacey, where she had to put a lot of work in to get to the leanness that she is now. But ask her, you know, Lacey now compared to Lacey three or four years ago, she'd be like, oh man, like I was way more like tracking things and way more intensity in my workouts, things like that. I mean, and she still has a lot of those principles still in place now, but it's not as hardcore as it yeah. was a couple of years ago. But she's still able to be really fit and maintain a, a lot of leanness because she's still doing a lot of things she was, is maybe not as the hardcore level that she did four Back. or five years ago, right? And so, uh, but she still makes sacrifices and things like that. It's just not maybe as quite to the level that was before. Maybe it's like one step down, right? If you're looking at like, I'm, I'm always like in, in fifth year, like pedal to the metal, like going hardcore. I think this people eventually drop down to like fourth year and like they're still doing a lot of things, but it's not done at that intensity level anymore. You can kind of take a little bit of a step back and enjoy yourself a little bit more. And obviously, you know, the more you level down, obviously you're going to start to regress at some point in time, right? I can't be super lean and super fit and then go from working out six times a week and food prepping all my meals and being in a calorie deficit and being lean to eating what I want and not working out, but sporadically once or twice here and there every couple, every couple of weeks and, and still stay lean. Yeah. Like that's not how it works. Uh, you still got to work out consistently, still got to food prep and things like that. It's just maybe done like maybe <coughs> you have, you have a few more drinks here and there. Maybe you eat out one or two times more in a week, but you're still like close to 89% of what you were before. It's just not done at that, as that hardcore level. Um, but uh, I think, like I said, kind of going back to the, the previous point of the conversation is that I think a lot of people um, have the idea of what they want in their head, but then once it actually comes down to the, the work that has to be put into a certain point, they're like, no, I don't, I don't want to really make all those kind of sacrifices. And like I said, that's okay, but you cannot then complain about that you're not to a certain body that you want or a certain leanness that you want because what you're saying what you want, what your actions that you're taking are not in line with each other. Um, and until you can have that mindset shift of this is what I want, then you're going to have a hard time getting that number otherwise. Because, I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's a very simple equation when it comes to nutrition. It's just not always easy, yeah. you know. And so... Uh, so, but anyways, kind of, kind of bring this on, you know, bring it all together is, uh, I think, you know, you guys have to have a conversation with yourself in the way of like, how do you want the next six weeks to go in the way of your fitness? And, you know, either you fall in that bucket of completely letting go of everything and being okay with, you know, losing out on, on strength gains and losing out on conditioning and putting on weight and body fat over the next six weeks and being okay with that. Or B, you then take the method of, okay, I'm maybe going to backtrack a little bit where I'm not going to, maybe I'll work out five times a week, maybe I'll break it down to like four times a week and 
I'll have a little extra meals here and there. As long as I'm not losing out a whole lot, I'm okay with that, but I'm gonna enjoy myself a little bit. I think most people kind of fall in that bucket. And I think as long as you're sticking with about 89% of your routine that you currently do throughout most of the year, you should be fine. You're not not gonna really see a whole lot of wasted loss. I think that's most people's mindset. And that's, you know, what I'll usually do, my personal mindset is that I'm not necessarily looking to, you know, push the envelope super hard. Uh, but, you know, I, if I can stick to 89% of what I normally do, then that's a win over the next six weeks. You're just looking at realistically, right? Yeah, being realistic. Like, I honestly, have thing. Yeah. Being realistic with yourself and understanding that, you know, this isn't the time that you're necessarily going to make progress. But I think a, a win for me is being sustaining what I have. Right, and sticking to 89% of what my normal routine is. And that means, you know, I'm eating 89% of what I would normally eat throughout most most of my year, right? I might have some things here and there I wouldn't normally because of the holidays, and maybe I miss a workout or two, you know, over the next six weeks because of holiday events and things like that, and that's okay. Uh, or if you're somebody who's like, you're just in it right now and your head's down and you're looking to kind of grunt through, then you have to limit it to very, very individual days and, and not beat yourself up about those individual days. But I don't I don't think that's really a whole lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so uh, hopefully that maybe, you know, helped you guys out and maybe and keep an idea of like how you want to attack the holidays and uh, some tidbits on how when you go to events and parties, how to attack those events and parties. That way you're not overblowing it too much. And, uh, and then we'll... I don't know if we'll do a podcast next week because next week will be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and Thursdays are our podcast day, so we'll probably out a week on the podcast. We'll be back the next week to talk about something else then. Okay. So, all right. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you guys next time. See you later.